Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then blue bump The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're kind Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of By the By. This is Mrs. Adam. This is Mr. Adam. And we're going to have a bit of a follow-up episode this week. Yes. From last week. If we sound all relaxed, it's because we are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We just got back from holiday. Holiday. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was uh, pretty awesome. And, uh. If you uh, listened to last week's episode, you learned that we did the pre-Passion, and we released it on the day before we were going to Passion in Paradise. Now, mm-hmm. we are podcasting on basically the night after we got back from Passion in Paradise, so it's still fresh on our minds. Yeah, and for those who maybe didn't listen to that episode or know what Passion in Paradise is, um, A, go back and listen to it first. That's probably easier. <laughs> But it is a swingers takeover of a resort up in Queensland here in Australia. In F and Q. Yep. It took me forever to figure out what that means. F and Q. Far North Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at that going, what the fuck are they? Is it fuck North Quack? I don't know. Anyway, yes. Far North <laughs> Queensland. F and Q. Yes. Yeah. So it's a swingers uh, takeover and it's organized every year. This, I think in the past it's only been one long weekend. Yep. And this year there are two separate long weekends and so we went for one of them and uh it's really nice because the lady who does all the organizing of it there are theme nights so you can get you know dressed up in different themes and stuff and we'll get to all of That's that like you're you're putting um, you're putting a lot of cart before the horse yeah, i think yeah but, but it's uh, it, but it's just this whole big organized event you know it's not just like swingers show up kind of thing and correct yes yeah it's an actual organized event yeah. and it's, it is well planned well yeah. put together and the lady who puts it together is amazing yeah. Um, real quick, before we dive into this episode, let's All do right. a little bit of housekeeping. Okay. Um, November 24th, Friday, mm-hmm. um, which is it's right around the corner now. Yeah. Um, that's our next pendulum party at Our Secret Spot. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Um, so come up and uh, or come down, depending which way you're going. Come in. Um, come out. You can go both you ways. Know, that's the great part about the <laughs> pendulum party. Um, yeah, so we're really excited to have our fourth pendulum party at uh, Our Secret Spot. And then this Friday, um, if you're listening to this on the day it's released or, or thereabouts, mm-hmm. this Friday is our uh, up-and-coming Sex Ed in the City class. Mm-hmm. Um, it is on Fantasy Play. Kinky Sex and Dirty Talk. Yep. So, yeah, yeah uh, that's the, that's the, it's going to be uh, fucking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I know there are still a 
few tickets left for mm-hmm. that. So if you've got uh, an available Friday night and want to come see us uh, do some naughty things, yeah, come down to Our Secret Spot. Yeah. All right, sorry. That's all the housekeeping. I was going to say, we'll probably still be in relaxed play mode, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really hoping I keep this high for at least two weeks. Yeah. That would be, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what do you, should we start at the beginning? Yeah, let's start at the beginning. All right. Uh, so we... I was born... Oh. <sighs> Not that far back. Please. <laughs> That's a sad story. Oh! <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, so, yeah, we had gone up to Queensland for a bit of a, a separate holiday ahead of time to do our water things, and um, <laughs> there's a joke there if you what? listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I love when you become the funny one. Um, oh my god, that's not, yeah. So if you listen to last week's podcast, you know uh, some of the water things we did. Yeah. But she means snorkeling and 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 uh, river cruises, river cruises, and, yeah. and stand up paddleboarding. Yeah. Uh, so we had gone up there to have a a bit of a separate holiday beforehand, and so the day that Passion in Paradise started, we drove back into Cairns, mm-hmm. dropped the rental car off at the airport. And met up with the group that was getting picked up at the airport right around the same time. Yep. And I think we were very lucky in that we were in the first bus load. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that took a lot of pressure off once we were there because we were then sort of receiving people. A bunch of people, you know, were coming in to, you know, we weren't, I don't know. You're not trying to walk into a group. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Yeah. that's just my own personal opinion. Yeah. Um, But it it was great though, because yeah, we get in the, the bus and... It was a um, bus full of people. How many? Eight total? Ten. There ten, were ten, oh, ten in our bus. Us. Yeah, so yeah. eight others. Yeah. And uh, we get in there, and I, I'll be honest, I, I was a little overwhelmed at that point. I was already getting overwhelmed. Um, so, you know, you get on the bus, and you're like, suddenly, I'm, I feel like I was uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within... I'd be curious to hear from others on the bus what they I know, think. Like, like, God, that fucker didn't ever shut up. <laughs> like, yeah, and that was still uncharacteristically quiet for me. I said uncharacteristically. That's why there was a qualifier there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we stopped on the way up there to get some snacky stuff at a grocery store. You, there was a chemist there, so if you needed pharmaceutical stuff. And then there was a um, an alcohol, like liquor, land, whatever, to get some drinks store, yeah. um, for your room. Mm-hmm. Um and then we get back into the bus, and you and I, with this a typical us, uh, everybody gets up back on the bus, starts passing around alcohol, and you and I had purchased fruit smoothies. Um, <laughs> because we hadn't had lunch, and it was right at noon, and we had a quick bite of sushi, and then the smoothies. The smoothies it looked amazing. They looked amazing. Yeah. So we're like, oh, we want smoothies. So I immediately thought, as uh, one of the fellows was going, oh, do you want a beer? Do you want a beer? I was like, no, I've got a smoothie. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm already that guy. <laughs> We're that couple. We're the couple that's like, no, we don't drink. Um, we only drink all natural soy-based smoothies. I say we should have just poured vodka in there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, I I downed my smoothie and then looked back at him and I was like, um, is that offer for a beer still available? And he very kindly said yes. And then the next thing you know, we were all drinking except for you, but that's normal. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking for two. I still had my smoothie. You still had your smoothie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but the chatter on the bus I think was nice because it was – I know I was tense. I was nervous. I would say – so my guess is that a lot of people were uncomfortable because I don't – I could be wrong, but I don't think any of the couples in the bus really knew each other. Um, And so 
it is hard when you get into a group like that, and you, you've got a 30-minute or so ride maybe yeah. out, out to get to the resort. And so you're sitting in this bus, and it was pretty full. It was packed. And so we're sitting there in the in the van, and you know, you've got a 30-minute drive with people that you don't know you've just met. You're going to spend the weekend with them. And you're going to see them all naked. I yeah. mean, that's the other thing. It's like, you, that's it's such a sort of a mind fuck. Because yeah. it's like, you know, we're all going to look at each other naked more than once during mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we are all stuffed in a, in most of them, we were the only two that had actually driven in. Mm-hmm. So everybody else had airplane funk all over them. And so yeah. that's just kind of intimidating. And it's interesting because... Um, so as part of this podcast as well, we had asked everybody to give their some of their opinions. What did we enjoy? You know, what was our favorite moments? And how did we feel? And y- yada, yada. Um, and one of the couples, he said, you know, we went in anxious. And then she responds, you know, responded very quickly. I think anxious is too strong of a word. For me, more a little cautious. And I think that's important, kind of an important point. Yeah. I, you know, I'll admit, I was more than anxious. I was nervous. Um but I think that's sort of typical. That's typical Bradford for something like that. Um, yeah. I, I I think stress and nerves are my natural state. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But yeah, so the the van we eventually got to the resort and pulled up in front. And there's they, it's really nice because they had like a little couch and lounge set up outside, just outside the waiting room. Of course, there's lounges. It's big open yeah, waiting the reception room. Area. Reception it's not area. A, it's not yeah. a doctor's office. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> then you get checked out, beat up in the stirrups. <laughs> okay, fine. The the reception area, the lobby. I don't know, but it, yeah, it was open completely all the way through. It was just nice and inviting. Yeah. And you know, again, you've got five couples all arriving at one time to check in, but nobody was in a hurry. You know, it's no. like, we're all here on holiday. It doesn't matter. And and I'm also going to say yeah. that is the swinger mentality. It's just, you know, there was nobody pushing to get to the front of the line. Nope. There was no, it was just all like, fuck, we're here. Woohoo. Let's, let's enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and there was already some chit chat outside and, you know, some cautious flirting. And I think that's right there. That again, sort of embodies the, the swinger mentality, the mm-hmm. swingtality. Swing tally. Tinger. Anyway, um, yeah. So that was uh, that was nice. We we checked in, got our room, um, and also on check in, the organizer oh, yes. had wristbands for everybody with your names on them. Yes. And so that was helpful. Kind of that first day. Admittedly, I think I wore mine the first two days, and then did not anymore. Yeah, I finally took mine off. Yeah. I was very proud of mine though because I've never had anything with my name on it um, because my name tends to be relatively rare. So I was very. I was very pleased and surprised when I had something with my name on it. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. It's not a super common name by any means. Right. Exactly. Um, but it's an awesome name. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Then we, uh, and, and they, of course, had these little fruit smoothie, like, drink little juices drinks, things yeah. as we were checking in. So that was nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We got our room. We went to, we were escorted to our room by the... Um, by the facilitator, the mm-hmm. pl- the planner, um, and what was your thoughts upon stepping inside the room? Uh, so when we stepped in the room, my very first thought was I'm going to say a bit of a double thought was, ooh, it has a tile floor, not carpet, <laughs> and it is so bright in here. Yeah, because the whole because we had a, a room that was facing the ocean, and the whole other wall facing the ocean opposite the door that we came in was just glass. It was a sliding glass door and it was just all glass. So it really let all the sunshine in 
And then I think combined with the tile floor, it just made it feel bright and airy and open. Yeah, So I that agree. was my very first impression. Because the first thing I thought was, ooh, it's so big and clean. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, everybody listen, if most people listen to the previous podcast, I'm assuming. Um, so we were not expecting... We expected it to be dated. Yeah. And it, was, and it didn't feel dated. No, it didn't. Um, you know, I don't know when the last time it had been remodeled, but it didn't feel Mm-mm. dated. The bathroom was nice. It had yeah. a decent-sized shower. Yep, good, nice shower head. Good shower head on it. Yeah, and it was very, very clean. Um, and, I mean, that's... And, again, having the tile in that kind of environment, um, I think, makes it easier to keep clean, makes it feel cleaner, and it makes me feel less icky walking around. Yeah, and stuff. I agree completely. Um, and it also, it made me very cognizant. Early on, we took one of the little hand towels and laid it down on the floor... In, just inside the sliding glass door coming from outside so that it acted as, as a bit of a doormat. So we would take our shoes off outside, wipe your feet on the little yeah. mat, the hand towel, and then continue on in, and, and we tried to keep it cleaner. So Yeah, and, you know, and the other thing about all that, too, is our room as well had a big um, outdoor wood deck. Yeah. Um, so we were on the ground floor, but like she said, we were right there. I mean, we were, you could throw us a rock and hit the ocean. Um, Not if from, you have my throwing arm. Well, fair enough. But if you had anybody's <laughs> throwing arm but yours, uh, you could hit at least the beach. Yes. yes. Um, if not the ocean with a good, strong throwing arm. So, you know, we were very, you know, we had this nice big deck. We had a couple of chaise lounges, a little table and chairs outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it and, was really nice. And we were yeah. probably, the distance it was from our back door or our deck to the ocean, a third of that distance was to the bar and the restaurant area. So we were right there where we were. We were right there in the center of it all, Mm -hmm. which immediately I loved. Um, Top that off with having um, our neighbors, which Mm -hmm. we'll get back to the room in a second, but, you know, just trying to set the lay of the land. Our neighbors on our left were um, Lolo Lady and the Ginger Tramp, Mm -hmm. and our ladies on the right were... Neighbors. uh, Were... Huh? You said ladies. Our neighbors on the right. What did I say? Na- ladies? Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Uh, we're we're um, naughty threesome yeah. from Twitter. Um, so you know it was kind of awesome that it's yeah. like oh this is this is cool. Like, we've got all of our friends around us. Yeah, it was really good. And so it was interesting because as other people came later in the day, we went and checked out some of the other rooms that were not that front row That's of right, the ocean we, rooms. That's right, we went with Lawrence and Jess up mm-hmm. to their room because Lawrence and Jess from Our Secret Spot were also there, so we walked up to their room. Yeah, and so we went up to, to check out what their room was like, and they were in the, I don't, for lack of a better way to describe it, like the hotel portion of the building. So there was there was an upstairs and a downstairs there. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things, you know, as I'm looking around – Really, every room has a benefit. There's, and it depends on what you're there for, what you're looking for. Because I really liked where we were, just because I like, you know, just coming from North Carolina, I like that ocean, right. and I like to hear that all night long as I'm sleeping, waking in the morning. Like I want that right there. I want it right outside my doorstep. And you know, um, another benefit was we had a king size bed. Yes. And then another one of the amenities was our room came with. All the rooms had a refrigerator, but yes. our room also had a bottle of champagne and some chilled glasses in it. Right. Um, but, but then, but then once you get to the other rooms, like in the kind of the, like I said, the more hotel portion, um, the other building, you know, the downstairs rooms, of course, and you don't have to climb up the stairs, which right. I can see if they're wet, getting really slippery and whatnot. Um, but like Lawrence and Jess's room had a 
double bed with a side uh, single. Yeah. And I, you could push that together and make it one big it bed easy. It looked like easy. sort of a chaise, sort of a, a chaise, which I thought immediately, it's like, oh, cool. That's okay. a that's a great sex chaise. No, yeah. I mean, because yeah. then, you know, if you have that situation, let's imagine, uh, a couple that are typically um, partner swapping but different rooms, mm-hmm. I mean, that's at least different true. beds. Yeah. You're not in the same bed. Um, that's true. That's a good point. And then their balcony was actually pretty decent size. Yeah, they had a good size balcony. And they had a view of the pool, a little bit of view of the pool, and mm-hmm. then the the ocean, of course, beyond. And the upstairs ones can see over, so they yeah. can see to the ocean yeah. um, from the balcony. And the other thing that we learned as you know after the first night as things went on was the other benefit to being in that building is there's lots of activity there at night. And so there was like some great watching of of people on balconies through yeah. the windows and doors, yeah. and I mean, there's just the sounds coming from it. We'll explain more later, but it's just or touch on it more later. But the like that building, you know, there is a lot of activity there yeah. late at night. So again, it depends on what you're looking for and where you want to be. And that's it's interesting yeah. you say that because I get the feeling that. That's not what it normally is. Just talking with the organizer, and one of the things she said was, so the week that we went was the first time that the far north Queensland had had rain in, I think, 40 days. Um, They'd been in a drought before, yeah. So, you know, we go and and they get the rain, but so that limited them. I think in the past times that that people had been there, um, she had set up a bed out in the big grassy area near where our rooms were. Between our building and the beach. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Between where our room would be and the beach, they would set up beds or, or a bed. Um, you know, so people were going and playing on it. Mm. I think, you know, one of the things that we kept running into were people were fucking on balconies yeah. behind us. Um, so I think that's, I wonder, and I'm looking forward to, you know, spoiler alert, Seeing how going it's next different. year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It could also depend on the group of people, too, Absolutely. and what they prefer. Yeah. You know? Um, which I guess is another good point. Most of the people that we ran into, I can only think of two couples that had done it before. Yeah. Um, and the rest were all first-timers. Yeah. And this is out of, I think there were 23 couples? 20-something couples. 20-something Between couples. Between 20 and 25. Yeah. 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 So, Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, so back to the room. Um, room well appointed, really nice air conditioning, screen doors, which were kind of mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so you could always let the air in. Um, immediately upon settling down, we had um, they had gifted us uh, two sarongs. Yep. Um, which. I have to be honest, I really didn't know what one was or how to wear one. I had to be taught. <laughs> uh, you were kind enough to show me how to put one on. Um, look, it's a it's a fancy towel. <laughs> but it was really nice. I liked it. And but I it's lightweight, and it, yeah. it's nice and And I liked wearing mine. Humidity. Um, yeah. I, I was, and you look I was, pretty. I was uh, disappointed that not more of the guys wore theirs. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with boys, but, you know. Um, so, yeah. And then we had a... Big goodie bag of stuff. Everything from uh, OSS slap bracelets to um, there was a, a nice little uh, um, face cloth that mm-hmm. said "Dirty Flirt," which I think is greatly appropriate <laughs> for us. Um, condoms, condoms lube. lubes, like yeah. just all kinds of a whole big fun goodie bag. Yeah, um, and that was great. Uh, so what next? What did we do next? Oh. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, we were, I guess we went to the bar. We went to the bar next. Well, before we went to the bar, though, we did very quickly. We noticed that the TV had, 
Wow. I just about spit wine on the microphone because <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Yeah, of so, course we did. Yes. So we noticed that the TV, I mean, right underneath it, they had a little sign advertising. But it was like Channel 1 is gay porn, Channel 2 was... Straight porn. Straight porn, and Channel 3 was... Movies. Uh, there was adult, just general movies. Okay, movies. It was like whatever had been okay. in the theater recently. And so we were like, ooh, let's check this out. So we turned the TV on, and for us, Channel 1 with the gay porn was not working. Wah, wah. Yeah. And we did find out some other people later said theirs wasn't working either. Ginger Tramps was. Lucky, lucky man. I just love that Ginger Tramps like, yeah, my gay porn was working. <laughs> <laughs> but we had the, the straight porn and then the movies. And then that was it. We turned it off and... Well, actually, we did turn on one night really, really super late as we were going to sleep. Yeah, we went um, to bed. We but went other to sleep than that, play. yeah, the TV didn't come back on because there's no need. Um, but yeah, after we discovered the, the porn channels, uh, we then did go to the bar. And so the way the bar is set up, there was the, the bar is indoors, completely open. Like doors can be opened or closed depending on weather. Yeah. Um, you know, big sliding or folding glass doors, I guess. Um, but there's the bar area, kind of what became a dance floor. There's a pool table to one side. Outside of that, there are this huge patio, and all of this is poolside. Yeah. And so there's a huge patio outside of that with tables and chairs and everything. And when we walked up, there were a handful of people sitting around. Uh, well, when we walked up, there was only four. Yeah. There was... There was well, it's almost a handful, you know. Okay, fine. Fair. <laughs> I love, I sometimes wish we did a video blog because like you were like, you hold up your four fingers. Like, look, it's almost a handful. And then you bring out your thumb and wiggle it. Um, you're correct. That is almost a handful. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. But we ended up dragging some chairs over there. And as you might imagine, as more people came, that circle of, of chairs kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger until we looked like a big kumbaya circle. <laughs> it was awesome. It was nice though. And, and because we were in the first van full of people to get there, uh, you know, we were just sitting there talking to people, having a drink. And as every busload of people came and people dropped their stuff off in the rooms, wandered down to the bar area, like Mr. Adam said, that circle got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was just so much fun because at the same time it was getting bigger, you know, you were getting split up from the people you were talking to. So it was always yeah. changing who you were interacting with. And, you know, and at the same time, some of us would occasionally get up and go get drinks. And yeah. then inadvertently, people would take your seats. Yeah. So then you would inject yourself somewhere else into that circle, which was, it worked out so, so great. And again, it goes back to the swingers. Maybe other people are like this, but the only people in the world that I've come across that are consistently like this are, are the swinging community. And that's, you took my seat. Or those that that was my seat, or that's my seat. It's just no. I'll just get another seat. Yeah. Push myself in over here, and we'll start talking to this couple. I mean, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice, um, and it was good because we we knew um, Lady and Ginger Tramp were coming. Yep. And of course, Jess and Lawrence were always there. so we knew a few people that were coming, but most we didn't. And yeah. so it was just really great to just meet all those new people. And we had, and what's funny, you know, we had two or three friends from OSS that came, Jess yeah. and Lawrence, and then another couple, yeah, um, which we've never gotten names for, but I think it's no. getting close to where we're going to have to get names for them. Um, and it's interesting because I'll jump the gun here a little bit, but we know them from the club and we're friends with them. Oh yeah, but we're not. We're not f- like play friends. Play friends. No, we're pants. I would. It's you can't call us pants on friends either. <laughs> yeah. But we're not officially pants off friends. Yeah. We need a new category it's a weird of in friend. Between. I know it's weird. An in we're naked friends yeah. that have never played. Yeah. Weird. Mm. 
Okay, anybody have any suggestions on that? We're willing Somewhere to Somewhere between pants on, pants off? Yeah, I don't know. But naked, because yeah. you can't say underwear friends. Yeah, we're underwear friends. Of course, we're probably underwear friends. Okay, yeah, we can we'll go say underwear friends. Anyway, <laughs> weird. Um, yeah, and then, uh, like you said, uh, Lola Lady and Ginger Tramp, mm-hmm. we knew them. I feel like there was another couple that we knew going into this that we knew there were going to be there. There was. There was another couple from Sydney that has organized pub crawl nights. Oh, that's right. Of course. That's who. Oh, yep. How can I forget them? Fuck. I'm so sorry. Um, yes, we knew that they were going to be there. Yep. And then also, of course, we knew that Naughty Threesome were going to be yes. there. Yes. Uh, well, we didn't realize they were going to be our fucking neighbors. There's pun there. You'll figure it out later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Yeah, the uh, the folks that have done the pub crawls before mm-hmm. that we've gone to, the one that last one we went to, mm-hmm. we won the Max Black gift certificate, which ended up giving us the pool that we yeah. will now use for new room the massage, new room massage yeah. and uh, maybe water sports. <laughs> I don't want to clean it. <laughs> and then, then anyway. as we were as we were sitting around and people were coming in, uh, you and I ended up sitting next to Ginger Tramp and the lady. And kind of chatting with them, chatting with everybody else around. And this other couple came and sat down on the other side of us. Oh, yeah. And you looked at me and you're like, they look really familiar. And so we're trying to kind of put together who they are. I quickly give up because I'm like, ah, whatever. It's, but it really was. Yeah. I was like, you look so yeah, familiar. Yeah, they looked really familiar. I have no idea why. Yeah, but I'm so bad with names until I get used to a couple times that I was just like, I don't know. I'm not going to remember their names or anything. So I gave up, and we just kind of continued on with conversation. And at some point, um, they realized who Lolo Lady and Ginger Tramp were, realized that the four of us knew each other, and they said... Hey, have you guys been to Mike's place before? And then I was like, oh, you're the balloon lady. <laughs> so if you go back to like episode 39 with us, yeah. the review of Mike's place, we talk about them. And I know we specifically talk about her style of playing pool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But it was just one of those things that like, it really is a small world, really, you know, when it comes down to it. Yeah. Because I would have never dreamed that they would have been there. You know, I just, yeah. but it was like. It, yeah, it was just kind of amazing. It was. It really was. Because we were like, Like, I actually do shit. know you. Yeah, we... <laughs> well, sort yeah. of, but yeah. Ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll talk again more about them. And I'm actually looking at our time. We might actually be able to split this into two podcasts. All right. Um, it's a lot of information. A lot happened. We, it really did. It was a busy Because <laughs> we're just on days. the intro here. <laughs> Everybody's still arriving, Bradford. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're at the intro. 25 minutes in. It's still intro, folks. Sit down. <laughs> S- no, you. Sit down. Um, if you're standing on the bus, sit on someone else's lap. It's okay. Yes, that's how you make friends. Yeah. But ask for <laughs> consent. Yes, consent. <laughs> Look at you. Um, all right, so... That was that was us getting there yeah. and, and getting sort of acquainted with everybody. Um, I think at some point we all were like, okay, we need to split up and shower and, and, and then we'll come back. Uh, because the first night was Tropical slash oh, yeah. Seven Deadly Sins. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I'm, I'm going to say I loved the organization of the parties and the themes and whatnot. This was the only one that bugged me because they do not go together and we would have gone something completely different um, yeah. had it just been Seven Deadly Sins. And But I know where she was coming from because I think her idea was, look, people are going to be fucking tired. They don't want to work really hard on their costume. On the first night, Tropical is easy. Yeah. But if you've been here before, do Seven Deadly Sins kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which I still think is a cop-out for the newbies, considering the vast majority of it was newbies. Yeah. Um, but 
I sort of I sort of now like the idea of a Seven Deadly Sins party, which I'm thinking we should host. Oh yeah, we could do that um, easy. So maybe we'll start doing themed pendulum parties. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I know. You throw another wrench in there, huh? I am. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, Lawrence? I'm talking to you, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, so. We split up. We went and showered, mm-hmm. got our stuff out, um, and then we got our tropical gear on. And what yeah. did we wear for our tropical gear? So I had a, a low-cut swimsuit, one-piece swimsuit that had a pineapple over my lady bits. <laughs> Just, I love it. And so it was all yellow, and then it had the pineapple over the lady bits. And then uh, pineapple sunglasses. Yep. That was it. We promised to have pictures. You also started in your dress. Oh, I did start. So I had a floral. A very pretty tropical floral yeah, dress that you've a, had since you were like 18. Well, yeah, I've had it since college, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a tropical floral dress. Um, so it's a strapless one. So I had that over the swimsuit. Because we have to be dressed-ish, you know, somewhat covered in the bar area oh, yeah, and eating have, dinner. Yeah. So that was the rule. It is a clothing optional resort, but when you were eating and kind of in that bar area, you they asked that you were dressed, yeah, which or at least bottoms or something, yeah, you know, something yeah. like that. Something don't be completely naked, right? Was basically, and half the time we were wearing either towels or sarongs, but right. And yeah. so I I did wear my dress for the dinner portion just because the the swimsuit was really low cut, and every you, time I moved my shoulders or bent over, a boob would pop out. It was a Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl situation yes. all over. So I did keep the dress on during dinner, but as soon as I finished eating, it came off. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I thought also you were sort of testing the waters, trying to see you didn't want to be the lady that comes out with her boobs immediately with out. her boobs already <laughs> flopping out. You didn't want to be that yeah. girl. Um, but I do think we glossed over something that's really important that I want to point out again. Um, this means that Angela has dresses. Her body size hasn't changed since college. So hot. Parts of it have changed a little. Yeah, the boobs have gotten bigger in the ass, too, which is better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, sorry. Back to the story. Uh, So, yeah, and then I had, um, I don't remember what pants I wore. I wore linen pants. I wore my linen pants and then had a a baseball-style T-shirt that had my favorite phrase. We actually found it on the interweb. Um, I can't believe it's actually made because you've always said this. I've always said it. I I have no idea where it came from. If somebody knows where I heard this, please tell me because I don't remember. Um, But it says, come on, I want to lay you, as if it's a Hawaiian word. Come on, I want to lay you. A tropical paradise where everyone gets laid, Mm -hmm. like with a flowers. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so that's what I wore. Um, And then I had on, I did have on underneath that. Um, oh, yes. A G-string that we had found um, while shopping in, in cans. That was a It wasn't even alligator. in cans. It was at the Hartley's Crocodile Adventures. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah, so I wore something from Hartley's Crocodile Adventures. <laughs> Uh, just call me Crocodile Dundee, mate. Um, well, that was your worst Australian accent in a while. You know, shut up. <laughs> stop, stop criticizing me. <laughs> Um, but where my balls went into the lower mouth of the crocodile and my dick went in the top half of the crocodile. So as I got more aroused, it looked like the crocodile was yawning. It was so amazing. (laughs) It was like, he's so bored. (laughs) Only a few people actually got to see that. 
And I kept trying to get him to pull it out a little more often, but you were so shy that first night. I was. I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. I, I'm, you know me. But I'm so lo- I'm the- so body image issue. Yeah. I have so many body image issues, and I don't care what people say. I don't care. And I, as a quick hashtag side note, um, I did post on Twitter at one point that I was having some body image issues, and I got so many very positive responses from that. Like, why are you worried about that? You have nothing to worry about. I had direct messages. I had texts. I had. I mean. Kick messages. Thank you, guys. Everybody who who sent me those, that was exactly what I needed, and I really, 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 really appreciate it. But still, those issues, that baggage is mine, and I mm-hmm. carry it. And mm-hmm. so, but it's just, it's one of those things that I had, I was like, I was really shy those first 24 hours. Um, yeah. I lost that shyness, but that first 24 hours was really difficult for me to not compare myself to other guys, not to assume that, that people were only seeing flaws or the problematic and also being bi. I, I don't want to be that. I don't know. It was a mess. Um, I was a mess the first 24 hours. So do you think that will be different next year when we go or do you no, think it'll be the same? It'll be the same. It's just me. It's who I am. Okay. Um, and it's, I'll have to get over that and maybe I'll get over it a little faster. Um, and I don't know if you want to sort of unpack that suitcase right now about unpack, you know, feeling accepted, um, or we can do it sort of in bits and pieces. No, if you want to go ahead, we can go ahead and unpack that suitcase. <laughs> There's not many other suitcases that have been unpacked I like, yet. I look around so. the living room here and I see only one suitcase that's unpacked and two that are still stuffed. Um, They're still standing up right where they came in the apartment. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was something that I think for me going into this being by, it was really uncomfortable and it made me very nervous. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and the people who knew I was by didn't bother me. Again, you know, our Twitter followers, um, you know, and, and then and then the other couple from Sydney, they everybody knows that was OK. But it's still you, you sort of feel like I felt like I was that guy that was carrying. Oh, you're, he's carrying the buy flag. He's carrying the buy yeah. flag because I, I can't stop myself from certain things. Right. I was flirting with the bartenders in incessantly because I think most of the bartenders were gay, if not all. I think they were. I'm and, pretty sure they were all gay. Yeah. And I mean, a couple of them I was really attracted to. And I'm like, oh, you're, you know, it's like, this is great. Um, and I'm pretty sure they had no idea what to think of me. But you can't help but do that. Or I can't help but do that. And then people are, of course, standing next to you at the bar buying. And they're like, why is, why is this guy flirting with the bartenders? I don't know. Yeah. But that's a whole, I mean, I think it's important to talk about. But it's, I don't really have, it's not a story with a resolution. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes it a bad story or, or whatever. But I will say the first 24 hours, I was really uncomfortable. And I, I will say the second morning you went and took an early nap at like 10 or 11. Was that the second morning? What was the day that you took the nap? No, that was the first day. Was that the first day? That okay. was the first day because I knew that we were going to be up late. Okay, so that was before the tropical party It was then. before tropical party, yeah. All right, so we're actually going back in time then a bit yeah. from our, our narrative. Um, but so the, that was when I posted that on mm-hmm. Twitter. And it was, I suddenly was like, I don't belong here. And it was very much an I don't belong here. It's not a we don't belong here. I knew that we belonged there, but it was me individually. I was like, I don't, I, this is, I don't fit in. Um, because I walked out with my, I walked out with my Kindle and I was going to sit down and, and sit by the pool and read. Um, and I got out there and immediately, you know, people were naked and get in the pool. And I thought, I'm not comfortable with this. And I basically about faced and walked back to the room, mm-hmm. um, sat down, tweeted, and then read. 
Um, and it was, it was, I was like, we, at that moment, I thought we made a bad decision. Now that I'm thinking about it, it might've been day two. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was day two. Okay. Early in, It could have been day two. It was early in the morning on day two. Yeah. I thought for sure it was, uh, Friday morning. Yeah. yeah it was Friday morning. Okay. Your memory's better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that's important to for other people to hear. You yeah. know, it's like because I w- I would I hope that I'm the only person that feels this way, but I'm sure I'm not. But you know, you're not. And, you know, and that's something that yeah. it we all have. God, I hate this phrase, but we all have our crosses to bear mm-hmm. or our flags to wave. You know, and that's the thing. You have to decide which one is it. And I think. I think that's a, a good analogy as well is that, you know, across to bear means that something is dragging you down and, and mm-hmm. it pulls you down. Whereas if you have a flag to wave, as you wave it, it lifts you up. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure if it was, there were things that were said to me over the week that made me a lot more comfortable. And I, I do want to touch on those later as mm-hmm. we go through, um, some of our favorite moments. Um, but If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But, you know, as the more I got comfortable with waving that flag mm-hmm. and the things that were said to me that lifted me up, I think I got to where I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to be that guy. And I was very proudly mm-hmm. out and by. Um, but, yeah. Well, and you talk about your body image issues, but it's no different. I would be willing to bet that almost everyone there had body image issues, especially at the beginning, because this was a huge group of strangers coming together to, and you're, I mean, it's not, it's almost expected that you're going to be naked. And there was all different levels of nakedness over the weekend. Some completely, some would keep a top or a bottom on. Sometimes there were people fully clothed by the swimming pool. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, But everyone has something about themselves they're not happy with. And you think that that's all that everyone else sees is that flaw or those flaws. But it's not true. Most people don't really even care about that. It's it's who you are on the inside. And I would say in this community, you see that a lot more. And And, and I'll agree with that. And I want to make that very clear is that 
very quickly, you know, for me, my defense mechanism has always been to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and very quickly, that was one of those things that you would make people laugh and and that eased that tension. And that was the, my yeah. security blanket, I think, through much of the of the very first two days um, was that trying to let, let's make people giggle and let's, yeah. you know, jokes at my own expense or, you know, something to that effect. Um, but it was the community itself was really Amazing. I mean, it's a great community. Yeah. We know that. Um, but it's always nice to have that sort of reaffirmed that the people that are in this community are supportive and mostly positive, good, accepting people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's enough of the that's enough of the baggage unpacking. We'll put that bag up for now. Um Again, Tropical Night was amazing. We had They had coconuts that they would cut off the tops. You would take a big drink out of, um, and then they would add a shot or two of... Uh, Malibu. Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> coconut rum. Amazing. You didn't have <laughs> one because you don't like coconut water and you don't like coconut yeah, rum. Yeah, it was... Um, I don't like... You don't co- like coconut. Yeah, I'm starting to accept it in some forms. So the coconut rum, God, I didn't... Like my, you're like my family and my <laughs> sexuality. <laughs> I, I didn't like it with the Malibu in there. The coconut water, I would have been okay with, except that I had a cocktail. So I'm like, well, but I have a cocktail. Mama's got do... a cocktail. Why does she want another yeah, one? Yeah, it's like, I can do that instead. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't want water. Yeah. What I don't like is the fake, crunchy kind of coconut, like the really squeaky kind. I don't like that. That's not fake. It's desiccated, well, honey. Well, desiccated. I don't like um, that. Anyway. So, and they gave us lays. We got laid. Yes, we, everyone uh, got laid. always nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we, uh, we, we that, da- that was the night. So the first night and the last night, they had a buffet dinner. Oh, that's right. That's um, and so I think dinner the first night, for me, it was a little confusing. Um, because they had, you know, platters laid out and everything. And so we go through and we gather up, you know, our meals. But and it all seemed a bit appetizer-y. There weren't yeah. re- there wasn't really anything that seemed like meal this meal. Is a mains. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh so we went and sat down and we're eating it and then I saw a couple of other things come out and get put down and I was like, Well, wait a minute because nothing was ever said that hey, there's gonna be a first course, a second course or whatever. And and it was and I was kind of like, well, how much are we supposed to expect? Do I need to make a dinner of the appetizer stuff, or is there going to be more? And a couple of the, the bar staff did end up walking around with some of the platters, because yeah. I think a lot of people didn't realize well, that there was more coming out. The perfect example was Lawrence uh, and Jess were sitting near us, and Lawrence leans over and goes, I, I, I don't like this because I never know if I'm supposed to fill up on what's out there or he goes, there's too many times I go out there and I, I fill up on, on, on whatever's out there now. And then something else comes out and I'm like, fuck, I could have had that too. Yeah. <laughs> goes, but now I'm full and I don't want any more. Yeah. And he was like, I'm so confused. Yeah. So, so. it's nice. It's, it would, would have been good to have had that expectation from the beginning. Yeah. And, and again, with all of us being new, nobody really knew what to expect. Exactly. And and the last night we had a little better idea, um, but it was but yeah the first night was like we don't really know how this is gonna I'm work. I'm not sure out. what this is so, what this yeah. is ultimately gonna look like. Yeah. I think is was the issue, um, but the food was great. Oh yeah, I, food I will was say good. I'll give them high marks on the food. The food was yeah. amazing. Um, so yeah, um, so we the food was out and food was over. We were continually drinking. Um, 
and then they had a DJ who was yep. playing some music. Um, you know, this is going to be going to get on my yep. little soapbox and say old school Bradford. Um, look, I, I want to dance. I like dancing. And that's not dancing. That's jumping around. And I'm okay jumping around. Um, but I don't want to do that all night. Yeah, I like it if it's, you know, a song or two here and there interspersed, yes. but not the entire thing. Absolutely, yeah. and and I'm not going to make any friends when I say this, but DJs make music for DJs. You know, bands and other musicians make music for people. It's like, you're, you're, some of the stuff was great, and so I love some of the clever twists. Yeah. From one song to another song, how you overlap it, there you recognize those beats. Yeah. Well done. That's great. But look, yeah. that's still not dance music. Um, and I well, know, and I also think part of it, too, is you have to look at the audience. And, yeah. And all of us are of a similar age. And I think the yeah. vast majority of us were born in the 70s. Now, there was a few of them born in the 80s. 80s, yeah. Hello, yeah. Jess, Lawrence. <laughs> you know, no, there was a few of us born... Mm. A few of, of the group that were born uh, in the 80s and, and younger, um, but the vast majority was 70s and older, and yeah. in in, born in the late 70s and older. Um, so we were all of that mindset of music is, you know, give me Madonna, give me, uh, you know, Seal, I don't know, give me something. I, I was just saying, because he was playing that earlier, remember okay. Kiss okay. from the Rose? Okay. We heard yeah. that on the radio earlier. Anyway. Um, <laughs> You know, but give me music with lyrics, I think yeah. is what I mean. And songs that we all know. And songs that we know and we can songs sing along with. Songs that we and, grew up yeah. with. And, so, yeah. But we still danced, um, yeah. and we had some fun. And it was very clear, because every time they would play a song that had lyrics that we could all sing along with, the dance floor would be mobbed. Uh-huh. And then one of those would come on, and everybody just abandon and go to <laughs> get drinks. And that was the other thing. I'm like, if you're a good DJ, you should recognize that. Yeah. Um, but so, it, and I don't, admittedly, because I'm not a DJ and I've never really looked at how they do their job. I don't know what's at their disposal. Oh, it's all witchcraft and magic. I don't understand. I was gonna say because I don't know, like you know, if you do, you go with like set A and that's all you have. So if you don't have what people want, is like, well, sorry, that's all I've got. Or do you have other options? I have no idea how that. Oh, works. That's a wonderful question. I have no idea. But my argument is, we were having music we enjoyed more by the pool on Spotify and a Bluetooth speaker, which I know is a lot cheaper. Early but I'm in the just day, saying, yeah. yeah. Earlier yeah. in the day or the next morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, not so. This is it's our opinion. Our it opinion. Is is. Your yeah. mileage may vary, yeah. but I still say if you want to fill up a dance floor, you put it. You put music that people can both sing and dance to, and look at your audience and, and cater look to at your, that. the age of your audience. Yeah, because yeah. um, if we're all you know twenty year olds, great. But so yeah. the we were we were dancing, talking to some other couples. Um, one of the couples we were talking to was again the blue the blue nanators. Mm-hmm. As I want to call them now. Okay. Um, and suddenly, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're we'll be back," and they disappeared. And I was like, "Oh," because they were fucking. Ex- we realize this now. They were exhausted, mm-hmm. um, and that's what happened that first night. Is many of the people started dropping off pretty quickly because yeah. they were tired because it was a travel day. It was a big travel day. A lot of people started out early, and yeah, yeah. So they had gone to bed, and I was like, "Wah wah." Because there were a couple that we had talked to a bit, and I mean, but and I guess... We, and it was also a bit of that mystique because we had seen them at Mike's place. Yes. And we were interested in them there, but didn't approach them or play with them And they didn't approach and, or play with us yeah. because we were with Lola Lady and Ginger Tramp, and they yeah. thought we were entrenched with them. And we thought we they were, thought with, they another were with another couple. We thought they were with another couple. Yeah. And in fact, we would have dropped Lola Lady and Ginger Tramp like a 
bag of hot potatoes. Never. That's not true. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, um, it's a little true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just just because you can go to McDonald's every single day doesn't mean you like to. You're gonna pass up on a Burger King every once in a while. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so a lot of people were dropping off and going to bed, and I think at some point you and I were both like, "Fuck this, we're exhausted. Yeah. Let's just go to bed." So we went back to our room. It was it was nearly ten o'clock. Um, and then, no, I think when we went to bed, it was close to midnight. Oh, was it? Oh, good yeah. for us. Ooh, look at me. I'm staying up late. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we we went to bed. Um, I remember having some amazing sex that first night. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. you and I. Yeah. yeah. I said, um, a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, you um, did? um, I'm just thinking about C and D from swinging and down under there. She's going to bitch about that. Love you, girl. Um, ha! so <laughs> I did that one on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so the next morning we wake up, I'm not going to say early, but it was eight ish and we wandered out for breakfast. Well, it was one of the, actually I woke up at like six, six thirty. looked at my watch and I was like, Nope. Breakfast doesn't start till eight. There is no point in getting up now. That's true. Uh, and we also had, um, I keep saying, um, we also had the, the, the screen or the, the curtains open. So yeah. we had a lot of natural light that morning, yeah. which and was, you could, you could that hear was the, the only time we made that mistake. you could hear the mistake, waves in the ocean. Which was lovely. So peaceful. Yeah. yeah. So Such we get up. Great way to wake up. Quick shower, go to breakfast. Uh, and then breakfast was, I mean... It was what I needed, but mm-hmm. I can see how some people wouldn't be happy with it. It was cold cereals. It was danishes, which are my two favorite things on earth. They had a lot of fresh fruit. It was a lot of fresh fruit and yogurt, yogurt. which are my second favorite things on earth. Yeah. It was a lot of different breads that you could toast. Jam, uh, jelly. Jam, jelly, Vegemite, blech. Uh, and then peanut butter. They have peanut butter. But they, I, which I also was yeah. amazed that you yeah. didn't take home all of their little single serves of peanut butter. <laughs> you know why I didn't? Because it wasn't the right brand? It's not American peanut I butter. I knew it! It's not sweet <laughs> enough. <laughs> I, I even thought at one point that I hadn't seen you eat any peanut, peanut no. butter, and I thought, it's not the right brand. No, she's I, she's it, a brand snob of peanut I, butter. I'm okay with it not being the right brand if at least it was sweet enough. So, I mean, if I added peanut butter and then sugar, maybe? <laughs> I absolutely but, yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> you crack me up. So, so we... Um, we, we Sat, got our got our food. Sat down. Uh, we could order coffees. Uh-huh. I had American coffee. They had American coffee there, which is just in the pot. Yeah, yeah, which is absolute shit. But I still love it for some fucking reason. I don't know. It's don't, nostalgic. Feel free to judge me. I don't. Yeah. I don't care about that one. You wouldn't like it every day. I will allow people to judge me on no. American coffee. I had it every day that we were there. I so, think what was really good though about breakfast like that. Because everybody's stumbling in at different times, and some are coming in just for a coffee and then leaving or whatever, is it does kind of mix up the the groups and who you're interacting with a lot more. I will agree with that a million percent. And so you can you know you sit down and everybody has that first like bit of sluggishness in the morning. Don't talk to me. And but it gets that comfort. It kind of gives you at least then something to talk about with people that you may not have interacted with before. I thought I loved the mornings. Yeah. That looking back on the whole weekend, I think some of my favorite interactions were over breakfast. Do you think it's because people were just a bit more relaxed and they're not even thinking about anything yet? Yes, or? people are relaxed. Yeah. People are a bit hungover. People are honest, and there's something mm-hmm. so beautiful about that. You get, I think, you get your greatest honesty first thing in the morning. 
Yeah. I've always thought that, um, which is why I always hated when you would try to talk to me first thing in the morning, because sometimes you want to sugarcoat things, and I have trouble sugarcoating things in the mornings. So we um, we would sit around, and, and I, admittedly, I don't really remember the first morning. I know every morning that we went out, Lolo Lady and Ginger Tramp were already out there and had already finished breakfast, because yeah. they're fucking early, fucking early birds. So... We would early sit early fucking birds. Early fucking birds. Fucking early birds. Okay. Either way, it sounds yeah sexy. <laughs> so we would sit around the table and just kind of chat with people, and you know, where are you from, and what yeah. do you? It wasn't nothing sexy stuff. Yeah. Even though you know you were wearing maybe a bikini or I was wearing a sarong, whatever, we were just sort of relaxing. Yeah. So that second day as well, we'll fast forward just a wee bit. Uh, was the day of the lap dance classes. Oh, yes. Because it was a bit overcast that day. It was. And so there was supposed to be a lap dance class on Sunday, but they organized for it to be done on Friday instead um, because it was overcast. And I guess they felt like we need indoor activities. Yes. Um, so that was that was early, though. That was yeah. like noon because that was also the day of the SET, SEITC yep. class. Yep. So we... We're kind of surprised that this... That was the other couple that we knew, of course. Miss Jeff. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Doi. Uh, so... Wow, that's a throwback to the 80s. <laughs> doi. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an 80s baby. So... <laughs> you completely, <laughs> just completely threw me off. I'm like, oh, now lap I feel... Lap dance class. Lap dance class. Now I feel old. Focus. So lap dance class came up, and they were sitting up in circles, setting up chairs in a circle. I am near certain that that poor girl thought that she was going to be teaching a lot of women how to lap dance for her men. Ginger Tramp, Naughty Threesome, us, and another couple who I, we only spoke to a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and I admittedly, embarrassingly, don't remember their names. Uh, we, the guys, did the lap dance. Then I think there was three, two. maybe four women. No, there were only two women. It was four guys and two women. That's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. I just... Right there. I love shit like that. And that's, again, that's swingers. Fuck it. We're going to give it a go. We yeah. don't care. We have no shame. It's There's nothing to be ashamed about. We want to be, we want to do this. You want to learn the moves. Yeah. And, yeah. and so. You want to be sexy. Everyone wants to feel sexy. Feels, I mean, so on. she immediately <laughs> says, you know, something about high heels. And I made the snarky rep- response of, oh, did you bring heels for all of us? <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. And then Lolo Lady screams from across the room. We wear the same shoes, Bradford. Do you want to wear mine? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so we uh, <laughs> so we went through the whole routine. I admit I'd learned a couple of things. I'm not sure I learned a lot, but I I'll say a couple of things out yeah. of out of a few things is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a dancer. I'm not coordinated. I'm not sexy. But I can now do the shoulder roll, the hip roll, and the pussycat stroll. Brown chicken, brown cow. I feel like we should video this and put it up. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what kind of demand we get from Twitter. Um, yes. So we did that, and that was a great experience. That I was really fun. Enjoyed it that. was really a lot of fun. That was yeah. right there at my sort of flip over into that. Doing that, I was still very body image sort of mm-hmm. scared, and, and I will say negative. Doing that sort of relaxed me, and I was like, okay, all right, this is cool. 
And it really did help to see the other guys doing it because I thought, it's not just me. And I will say, to call someone out here, watching from across the circle, because they were on the other end of the circle from us, was Ginger Tramp and the lady. And I looked up early on in the lessons, watching Ginger Tramp do this, and he was clearly focusing and trying really hard. I think it was the shoulder roll part. But he was holding his hands in the T-Rex position, (laughs) his wrists. He is the sexiest (laughs) dinosaur from the Jurassic period. And and you could see he was like really focusing and thinking and trying to get everything kind of down. biting his lip. And and then he looked up and, and he saw me looking at him and he was just kind of like ooh you know. <laughs> and I know the lady was the same way because she started laughing. Oh my and, god, it was so funny. He did do the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, and again, then I think he did it for fun after that. Yes. But, <laughs> but um, the first time he did, he was in full T Rex position out of awkwardness. <laughs> and I just love that boy. Uh, I will say, again, looking at that, like he is extremely heterosexual. Yeah. But to see somebody who is as comfortable in his heterosexuality to try something like that, mm-hmm. there is nothing more attractive. Uh, and I know you've said that about men in yeah. general before, is that that comfort of, of pushing yourself outside your limits or doing something that may not be totally heteronormative, but you're still okay with it. That's yeah. what's fun and exciting and arousing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. And I think that was a big bolster to my attitude, uh, both about myself and about the situation was seeing the guys say, you know what? We will do this. We will try this. Yeah. Um, and getting the, giving that a go. So I guess fast forward two more hours and it was our turn to do our class. Yeah. So we, um, had, had approached the organizers and said, look, we want to do one of our sex ed in the city classes since we're going to be up there. Let us, let's, let us spread our, our message and our, our brand around. Mm -hmm. And they were kind enough to give us the space, uh, for a little while. (laughs) And we, I have to admit, I was fully against the, what we, the topic, the topic that we were going to do, which was an intro to BDSM. I thought that the group that we were going to be talking to was, and I know that some of the group listened to this, and I apologize. I didn't know you beforehand, but I thought you were going to be too vanilla, that this was going to be one of those things that was, the folks were so vanilla that they, they wouldn't have any interest at all in, in the subject matter. And that's funny because I was on the other end and thinking that everybody would have had enough experience at this point. What are we going to teach them that they don't already know? And what's amazing about that is if you take both of our opinions, mix them together, and then extrude the new opinion, it's, somewhere it's in between. correct. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. Uh, God, it was such a – so we had – that room was nearly full. I think I think at there one point I counted there. and there was 18 couples there. Yeah. Um, so out of a 23, we had 18. That's mm-hmm. – Fucking amazing. And I will admit, too, that because it was in the, the main bar dance floor area, it was completely open. People can come and go. And I expected people to come and go. I did, too. And but once they sat down, they were of, wrapped. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of coming and going. So, so. there's a pun there. Oh. So we had talked about it in our room with Miss Jeff before. Um, and we had sort of planned out what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Though we knew everything. We knew what we were going to do. But we were more sort of figuring out how the how the scene was going to look. Yeah. Because the because venue's, originally the venue's different which always changes how yes. it looks as well. And and originally I was going to be the the I say victim but the sub, sub for the sensual play which would be you doing the cock 
the the shibari cock work cock on me. Cock and ball tie. Cock yeah. and ball tie. The nipple clamps, a little bit more of like ice play, wax play, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Miss Jiff was going to be the recipient of the impact play. Mm-hmm. But after we talked about it for a bit, it made more sense just to let me be the sub for all of it and right. let you, Miss Jiff, and and her paramour, uh, which let's just call him the paramour, yeah. uh, to to be the be the speakers. Yeah. So I did the intro, which I thought I was very happy with, you know, the way that went. Uh, and then immediately, shortly or shortly thereafter, I was naked, which I was not allowed to be in the bar. But I'd gone up to the bartender and I was like, hey, uh, this is going to be awkward, but can I be naked in the bar? And he kind of looked at me. I said, it's for the class. He goes, oh, <laughs> looks over the bar at me and he goes, oh, oh, look, you can. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> and at that point, I thought, what you doing tonight? <laughs> but, really? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Really? Because <laughs> you're cute. So I'd gotten permission from the bar to be naked in the bar. Start the class. Immediately disrobe. I think the first thing you did was the fucking nipple clamps, which I hate. Uh, and the reason I did those first, though, is because it's good to have them on for a bit of time. And then take them off because some people get some more, people like that. I don't. Some I'm people not get more sensation putting them on. Some people taking them off. So I wanted to demonstrate that. Yeah, you're right, so. and and that's correct. And mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. the taking it off part sensation. <laughs> and the longer it stays on, the more I hate it. But yeah. anyway, that's it wasn't about me and my no, experiences. It's not about you. It was about the audience and their experiences. Yeah. So yeah, we we did that. We did uh, the cock and ball tie, mm-hmm. which I think was another thing that sort of helped me with my comfort in front of everybody. Because again, anybody who knows who listens to us on the podcast, I have severe body image issues with the size of my junk. To be naked in front of the vast majority of the world was intimidating. It was terrifying. Oh my god, I was freaking out. But at the same time, I knew because I was in your hands that I was in a comfortable, safe place that I was freaking out over presenting to everybody. But at the same time I was comforted and and knew that as a sub, my Dom was taking care of me and that I, that really helped. And I think I very quickly went into the sub world because we didn't do when we do the shows at, at, um, at, at our secret spot, oftentimes we'll do a little play beforehand yeah. so that I can get into that mental yeah. subspace. But in this case, we didn't have that time to do that. No. It was me doing the intro and then immediately going into mm-hmm. subbing. So I will say, though, before the cock and ball tie, we did just a touch on ice play, which you're not a big fan of. <sighs> so rather than using ice straight up, I had it in my mouth and just did the kind of more of a cold mouth right. play. What I'd forgotten was that I had bright red lipstick on. Yes, that's and right. And so at one point, I know I had gone and taken your cock in my mouth and then around your nipple as well. And I looked back just a minute or two later and I saw all the red around your nipple. And I was like, I didn't bite. Surely I didn't bruise him. What happened? I looked down at your cock and there's this bright red around there as well. And I well. had some on my neck yeah. as well. And I was like, oh, it's the lipstick. It's great. <laughs> I need to get some of that lipstick that's blowjob safe. Yeah. Yeah. They had it at Sexpo. I know. Um, we'll get some so, in November. <laughs> so we we went through that, and then uh, Miss Jeff's paramour started the impact play. Mm-hmm. He went through uh, the the riding crop. I think the the few different flogging techniques. Few different flogging techniques. Paddle. And then one of my favorite yeah. moments was Lawrence. 
who who wasn't there at the beginning. He walked up midway through the class, yeah. sort of bleary-eyed. He'd clearly been napping. <laughs> he walks up to Miss Jeff and goes, um, can, can I do the double Florentine? Because when he does that, oh, my God, it's and gorgeous. She goes, she looks at, at her paramour. She goes, may he do the double Florentine? And her paramour looks at me and goes, may he do the double Florentine? And I looked at Lawrence and went, abso-fucking-lutely. Because that dude, he wields floggers like yeah. no one else. We'll get to that in a moment. He wields <laughs> floggers like no one else. It's, it, but when he does the double Florentine, it's, it's gorgeous. Beautiful. The sound of it is amazing. Okay, it's so just, if you don't yeah. know what a double Florentine is, um, what he does is he has a flogger in each hand, yeah. and he starts doing a figure eight with each hand. But they're interlocking figure eights. So you end up with this wonderful sound on your, on your, on your ass. Mm-hmm. So then he will occasionally insert a harder swipe. So you get pop where the pop ends up on a different cheek. Yeah. It's it's oh it's like a, a sexy metronome. Yeah. I, I sort of go into I was almost in a trance like state. It was amazing. And not only is it really awesome to to hear it, hear the sound, but to watch him do it. It's yeah it's just He's it's, so comfortable. Yeah. He's so good at it. I I absolutely love it. And he's yeah. such a good He's such a good dom in that way, in that he he doesn't care if it's male or female because yep. it's not a sexual thing. And I think that's the important thing. It's not a sexual thing. Yeah. And as soon as he's done, he walks immediately up to you and whispers in your ear, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just, that just, oh. I, I, I love the guy. He's a wonderful guy and he's a wonderful top. Anyway, so... We we went through that, and then we started paddle play, and I guess we sort of wrapped up from there with everybody getting to play with their own stuff. Mm-hmm. We're all, we brought a lot of accoutrements. We so. had a lot of floggers, yeah. a few riding crops, some paddles, different things. And what we wanted to do at the end of it was to give people a chance, if they wanted to, to, you know, feel the, the different implements, to play with them, to kind of see what the difference is, because it's hard to do in a store. Yeah. And so, you know, if you have choice A, B, and C, well, which one does my partner like better? Which one feels better in my hand? You know, it can be very different. Because stores are often tight and you can't get a full swing on or you can't even get a half swing on. So it's hard to to figure out what's going to work. And you may not work. be comfortable in the so store. We, exactly. So, yeah. so we wanted to bring that in and let people play with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads to, again, Lawrence... We have a set of, of floggers where they're handleless. So you slip your two middle fingers through two loops, and then you can do the swings. So Lawrence put these, puts these on. He's got his fists up, and he's looking at them, sort of draping over his fists. And I'm standing there, and he holds them down by his side, and the floggers, of course, drape down by his side. And I said, whoa, you look like a really sexy Wolverine. And so, much like Wolverine does in the movies, as you might know, he throws his fists up, and the and the and the blades come out of his hands. Well, Lawrence throws his fists up, but the way he does it, he swings them out in front of him, and these floggers are a good, you know, metric half a meter, in or one and a half feet. It's a long way, so he Maybe swings two, yeah. them up. Yeah. And they both catch me together right under my chin because I'm standing right in front of him. <laughs> so he, he swings his fists up and flogs me right in the mouth. <laughs> the look on his face as soon as he did it. And the look on your face. <laughs> so, well, 
I immediately, without control, can start, I started crying because I couldn't control it. It it was one of those sharp things to the throat, and then like you know that surprise that you get and you can't control your tears. I start crying and I'm okay, but I'm because I'm giggling. You're just surprised more. Than I was anything. just more surprised, yeah. and it was reactionary. But then Lawrence, I think, sees me crying, and his eyes got like gigantic. They were like saucers. They were yeah. like huge saucers, and he goes. Oh my God, he drops both, <laughs> hugs me, and he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. He's like, are you okay? He's like, after you guys said not to smack people in the face and to be extra careful and be responsible, and I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then I got giggling, and anybody who knows me knows when I laugh, I cry. So I looked like I was sobbing into Lawrence's shoulders um, as he was checking on me after flogging me in the face. So... The whole situation, while um, not ideal, was actually quite funny. (laughs) I'm just glad it was me. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if that's going to happen to anybody, (laughs) I want Lawrence to flog me in the face, not some random person who is not in the the sort of the kink world. True. Um, Fair enough. So... It's just his expression. He looked, he went, because he's got this, ever, okay, side note. Lawrence has this ability of looking like this big, tough, scary bouncer dude that can rip you in half. I think he actually could. I'm pretty, I know he could. Uh, but he also has this ability, and this was one of those times, to look like a four-year-old toddler. Because <laughs> he's like, oh! <gasps> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, great experience. I wouldn't advise getting flogged in the face. No, no. Just, just we, we actually teach against that. We, we tend to. So, yeah, that was, um, that was our class. And I hate to do this, and I hate to do this to our Aww. listeners, but we're going to have to cut it off. We're over, well over an hour. We haven't even got to the sexy times. And we haven't even started talking about the sexy Ooh. times. So, if you're hooked now... You're going to have to wait a week. (laughs) Um, Oh, you're cruel. I know. I know. I mean, I guess people could petition you. They're going to have to petition you because I'm I'm easy to sway, but you're hard to sway. But I guess if people petition you and say, please release another episode this week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's all dirty. Yeah. So, um, which I will give you a little bit more, folks. Just the fact that you said, mm-hmm, you scared a lot of people during that class with the abandon by which you paddled me. Because although the paramour did the the flogging, mm-hmm. you took the paddle and the riding crop. Yeah. And and you used that on me. And they all knew that you were that we were partners. You right. you know, I was yours. I think you terrified a few people. I know the lady even said the second she, and I quote, the second she grabbed the riding crop, I almost screamed pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> somebody did say pineapple towards the end. <laughs> somebody did say pineapple. Yeah. I know Naughty Threesome, she even said at some point, she's like, I wanted to say the safe word, but I couldn't remember it. <laughs> it's just like, so, Well, yeah. I think also to set the scene for people that weren't there, at the very beginning of the class, Miss Jiff was talking about textures and fabrics and different, you know, types of clothing you might wear and different, you know, just leathers and PVC and latex and everything. And I had started off in my PVC black dress with the red zips. Which people know from Twitter. Right. And then as soon as she was kind of done talking about fabrics, 
before we really got into things, I ran to the room quickly and changed into my little latex, my short little skirt. During and then, your mini latex kilt. Yeah, and then the uh, my my harness. It's my harness, but it's just basically a leather collar with the chains running down. Yeah. And so I was, you know, I didn't have nipple covers on or no. anything, just completely bare, open. You walked out after, Miss Jeff was talking, and you walked out behind her, just a slow, sexy strut. And I heard the audience go, <gasps> <laughs> it was like this gasp of, but that also, you're nothing but power in that. But the point, I was going to say, the point was, you know, A, to show again some different materials and textures and, and things that you can use and wear when you're doing this kind of thing. And it does kind of get me in that mindset as yeah. well. And um, man, when you walk out, yeah. especially in that harness, you are nothing but power. And I think you you set the fear of God in, into a few of those boys and a couple of them ladies as well. And it was funny. And and. I'm going to go ahead and bring this up now, but on the last day, somebody did mention to me, they're like, you know, you're sitting there all sweet and innocent, like, especially the first couple days and blah, blah, blah. And they don't really think much of me. And then when, after the class, they're like, my opinion of you completely changed. Yeah. Cause you're, cause they didn't know that side of me. And, Cause you do, you, yeah. when, when you come off, I mean, come on, I'm, we're going to rant on a little more. Lucky right, you all. Right. Uh, you know, you listen to the podcast. I talk a lot more, but this mm-hmm. is sort of our normal life as well. I yeah. probably commandeer two thirds of the conversation and you're a third. And so when you're like that though, people assume that you're demure. I, I think that people assume <laughs> that you're a demure or mousy. Yeah. And yeah. I don't mean that in a in a negative way, but just that you're mousy. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not. You are in full control. And when it, as soon as sexy time starts or or some sort of sexy times, it's very clear who's mm-hmm. in control. You are in charge. Nobody gets mm-hmm. anything past you. And it's, I think you sort of showed that, that first during day. During class, yeah. Yeah, during that class. And I think that was sort of one of those smacks in the face to a few of those folks out there saying, you know, don't, under, don't underestimate this girl. Well, I know one of the guys came up to me afterwards and he's like, I want you to do that to me. I want some time with you. Yeah. Which is, that's, <laughs> I think that's a definite compliment. And I wanted time with him, so that was good. I think it's a definite yeah. compliment. So, Yeah. All right, let's end it there. All right, we're going to end it there. Sorry, folks. Um, Again, if you want to see us, meet us, talk to us, play with us. We are going to be at Our Secret Spot on November 24th. I mean, we're going to be there before that as well. But if you really want to have fun, November 24th for the fourth Pendulum Party. Mm -hmm. And the Sex and the City class this Friday. That's this Friday, and it's going to be on uh, Sexy Talk and... Dirty Talk, uh, Fantasy Play, and Kinky Sex. There you go. Dirty Talk, Fantasy Play. So definitely, definitely come and uh, see us there. And if you want to talk to us outside of our secret spot, which we're there almost every weekend mm-hmm. anyway, you can email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at By the By Podcast. Or you can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash By the By Podcast. We are also on uh, the internets, www.bythebye.com. Uh, dot au so yeah we really appreciate you listening to us and join us next week when we continue the story to sexy times yeah. and we'll also talk about some of the favorite moments that people have sent us yeah right. absolutely thank you how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.